This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of Diagnosing the Aftermarket A to Z. I'm Matt Fonslow, and to start out, I would really like to thank my sponsor, Napa Auto Care. Since its relaunch in 2020, the Napa Auto Care member site has continued to evolve to keep members updated on all the Napa programs, promotions, benefits, and other information available to help their businesses thrive. If you are a Napa Auto Care member, visit member.napaautocare.com to access the member portal. Not a Napa Auto Care Center? Contact your servicing Napa Auto Parts store to learn more about how to join the Napa family. So Thanksgiving's right around the corner. My wife and I, our youngest is uh, eight and really should be taking on more and more responsibility around the house. So we're just kind of messing around researching just different ideas more than anything. Uh, different ideas on how to divvy up chores, not just for kids, but between us, uh, her and myself. I caught this video on YouTube about uh, household chores and the uh, presenter brought up an interesting term that I really got a kick out of called overclaiming. And when I heard that, I immediately thought about the shop <laughs> and not just our shop or my shop, but a lot of shops, friends shops, uh, stuff like that. It could very much or very well have something to do with um production and contribution to the overall success of the shop, stuff like that. But uh, really, I was thinking about uh, chores around the shop, uh, how in this video, the overclaiming, which I think is a real psychological type of terminology. This is a real thing and clinical by nature, not just uh, a title. We assign it. It is really something that is not only observed, but demonstrated time and time again. And it isn't just in households. If you're going to go around and talk to everybody in the shop, in the business, and ask them about, you know, what percent of the duties around the shop, not just fixing cars, not just the day-to-day direct uh, functions of taking in, inspecting, diagnosing, fixing cars, but the other stuff, the maintenance of the shop itself, the maintenance of the equipment of the shop, uh, stuff like that, the waiting area. If you went around and asked everyone to just give you a percent of their contribution, when you were all said and done, you would have a number that vastly exceeds 100%. I don't know about you guys, but I think that's pretty spot on exactly what happens. Uh, you have a couple that will play the modesty card or um, be maybe a little overly humble. Those people are being very honest. You know, ultimately... The fix is to just kind of step back and really think about it and think about what there is all to do. And are you really the only one doing it? Like, really? It's kind of one of them things where back to kind of family stuff with kids, kids get so upset because, you know, the other sibling never gets in trouble They're I'm always in trouble. They're always, they're never in trouble. They always get away with it. It's just that perception if they don't see it. It doesn't exist. And it's kind of that same thing at the shop. If you don't see somebody doing something, well, then it must not be getting done or you're the one doing it. You know, I'm sure there's always a case where there is somebody that's doing the vast majority of it. But the reality is, is that's probably not true. You know, it can only add up to being 100%. So you're going to be some percent of that. 
the important part about it, why, why it's something to consider is um, it's how you view your coworkers. It's almost like a respect thing when it boils down to it, respecting their contributions to it. Like anything, it's hard really to be always consistent. Like, you know, so-and-so is always going to be taking out uh, the garbage in their area. But if they're particularly slammed with whatever manner, you know, of issue, you know, most likely due to a vehicle, they may not have got it to at that time. But generally they do take care of it. Uh, So I think it's just kind of one of the things where I guess really cultivate a certain type of a, you know, shop culture uh, or work environment. It kind of starts with maybe a little more optimistic view of your coworkers and their contribution to the day to days, not just the, the fixing the cars, which is extremely important, just what it takes to make the shop go. Like there's, there's more to it than the wrenching. Maybe you're one of those techs or uh, employees in a shop that luck out and almost have people whose jobs it is uh, to take care of that stuff. You know, car porters, you know, maybe there's a better term than janitor, but something like that. Most people I know do not work in a situation like that. Are you a repair shop owner? Do you find yourself struggling with any of the following? Uncertainty about the future and competition. Are you spending too much time managing chaos and struggling with new employees? Do you lack time to invest in learning best practices or there's no time to spend on effective marketing? How do your finances look? Are you reactive rather than proactive? Do you know where you should be, when to grow, when to shrink? If any of those situations describe where you are today, you are finally in the right place. Repair Shop of Tomorrow is Napa Auto Care's newest endorsed partner. They are helping shops all over the nation run more profitable automotive repair shops by utilizing proven business best practice marketing and coaching to leverage NAPA programs to drive quality, car count, sales, and profits. Repair Shop of Tomorrow will look at productivity, efficiencies, effective labor rate, average hours per car, labor profit percentage, measure and manage labor, and how you can create net profit. Team up with coaches to create systems, operations, and procedures using a business flowchart to help you reach your goals. Repair Shop of Tomorrow will help measure and manage the results to help each business succeed. Best of all, it's not do-it-yourself. It's all done for you. Their goal is to help dealers do what they do best, fix cars and build relationships at the counter and in the community. Repair Shop of Tomorrow will take the other minutiae off your plate. The Repair Shop of Tomorrow offers a tier-based program to not only generate more business today, but to transform your shop into a top-level shop of tomorrow. Repair Shop of Tomorrow can teach you how to make your shop profitable. They can teach you how to recruit and how to make more labor dollars for your shop. Interested in Repair Shop of Tomorrow? Call 440-545-1230 for a free 20-minute no-obligation consultation or contact your servicing Napa Auto Parts store. I think it's a dichotomy, quite honestly, and yet another kind of a reference to family life in the shop. And that's not unrealistic. I mean, we spend a lot of time together as a a group, arguably more time together than we do with our very own families. It's not unreasonable for us to start thinking in terms of uh, family, you know, minus the sharing of certain genes, I guess. Would you call it like a parent syndrome? Where it starts out is I think... We all have 
certain tasks that we deem below or, you know, below us. And that's not such a good thing, especially uh, in situations where let's just pick on sweeping the floor. Uh, I know of, I know a few techs that sweeping the floor is what they would consider beneath them. They are not paid to clean. They're paid to fix cars. I'm pretty sure most uh, employee handbooks would not have you just responsible for the repairing of vehicles, but also the maintenance of, you know, your bay, your area, the shop in general. You just don't feel like it's up to you to sweep. And maybe it's a bad example, but that's the example I'm going to go with. And yet the shop owner will come out and see the floor is dirty, dusty. Uh, around us, we have gravel. So bring a vehicle in, raise it up. Got a lot of gravel dust on the on the floor. It's uh, winter. We've got snow running cars in. Not only is it wet, but if you let it dry overnight, we have a pretty good layer of uh, beach sand uh, on the floor. It needs to get swept up. And the boss, the, the shop owner, will be out there sweeping. And this creates an interesting um, problem, I think, where uh, we're just going to pick on technicians. They're not, not feeling it with the, the broom. But if they wait long enough, the boss will come and do it. So it's kind of a weird thing where you got, this is below me, yet, you know, I think what you would say the highest position of the company is the president or the CEO or COO or the owner, the boss, they, they're kind of at the peak, right? They're out there sweeping, but as a tech or an employee, it doesn't even matter if you're a tech, this task is below me. It's comical yet presents a weird dilemma. I think for a shop owner or manager, if you do it, you're almost punished for taking on certain tasks because you teach, I would say kind of at least teach the um, employees that if they wait long enough, you'll just do it. And you'll do it a few times and then maybe they got to weather a, a venting that you have to do that. Nobody else is doing it. You're doing it. You shouldn't be doing it. You get done and they just do it again and you'll be out there sweeping again. So it, it kind of offers up an interesting dilemma do you as the owner not or manager, it doesn't, I don't think it has to be the owner specifically, but does management demonstrate that these tasks are not below anybody and yet maybe not do it because you can't show them that if they don't do it, you'll pick up the slack. Just like a house with the kids. They don't pick up their clothes. They don't pick up their toys. If you wait long enough, you trip over enough of them. You step on enough Legos, you're picking them up and now they've, they're going to game the system. And that's kind of what it all comes down to, right? I've talked about that with flat rate or virtually any system. We don't have to pick on flat rate. It's any system. Any intelligent human is going to start gaming the system to reduce their efforts to and maximize their, you know, reward. That would be any intelligent human being. It's maybe a little short sighted, but it is, it's, you know, it's a reasonable, logical move. It's definitely short-sighted. It's not considering long-term uh, consequences. But then again, America, we the people of the West do not, uh, we're not really good at thinking long-term. It's with those ideas I leave you to, um, I guess it's back to a common thread I've got going on, short of movie quotes, um, that stepping back and looking and being honest 
honest with yourself. It's really easy to be honest with other people and point out, um, you know, their errors, errors in judgment, short sightedness, whatnot. Uh, but now to kind of turn that lens on our, you know, towards ourselves can get a, a, a wee bit uncomfortable, but it's probably more important, uh, at least to start out pointed at yourself first. And then, you know, kind of when you got yourself correct, you can come correct to, uh, others after you've gotten done, uh, pointing that high powered, uh, camera at yourself. So that's just kind of my thoughts for today. And just want to thank everyone again for listening. Thank you so much for the messages. The, uh, the feedback has been very humbling, very, very humbling about uh, a lot of the topics covered. I'm always looking for ideas on other topics and really sky's the limit. Uh, if you guys know me, I like to talk about just about anything, uh, or learn about just about anything. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I, I think I'm fairly easy to get a hold of via social media messenger. Um, you can email me at Matt Fonslow podcast at gmail.com. You know, please keep the comments coming, keep the ideas coming. If you want to be on the, the podcast, don't hesitate to reach out. And with that, uh, until next time, everybody take care. You've been listening to Matt Fonslow diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z on the aftermarket radio network. Follow Matt on your favorite listening app. He's very interested in what you have to say. Let him know what you'd like him to cover and come on the show. Matt is all for advancing the aftermarket. Find Matt Fonslow on social media and connect or on aftermarketradionetwork.com.